Hello and welcome to Sorted. I'm JD. <laughs> Did I throw you off? Yes. <laughs> Alright, go ahead then. Thank you. Well, the students at Hogwarts are sorted into houses according to Whatever that shifty sorting hat says they ought to do I asked Dumbledore if I could be sorted He said sorry Miles But I could get reported to the Ministry of Magic for incorrect procedure You're not a wizard, you're a spider Hello and welcome to Sorted I'm Alex I'm JD and this is not a Harry Potter podcast, but instead a podcast about everything else viewed through the lens of Harry Potter. We're gonna sort some things. Into Harry Potter houses. Yeah, that's what we do. That's the podcast. There's Gryffindor, Slytherin, Ravenclaw, and Jigglypuff. <laughs> no one's ever made that joke before. <laughs> original, original content, do not steal. <laughs> what are we sorting today? Spider-Man, Spider-Man, does whatever a spider... Does the spider thing again. <laughs> does what spiders do again. <laughs> it's Into the Spider-Verse! Yeah! So, Marvel just released a new Spider-Man movie. <laughs> In other news... So, let's talk about a different Spider-Man movie. They've never done a Spider-Man movie before. It's no. a new, a brand new concept. <laughs> it's a new o- concept. Original content. Do not steal. Actually, okay. I heard this. I heard an ad on the radio. Yeah. For Far From Home. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And it said, uh, "Spider-Man: Far From Home is the best Marvel movie of the year, including Endgame." <laughs> Oof. <laughs> Which, like, first of all. What a flex! What a flex on Marvel! Yeah, <laughs> like flexing on themselves. Yeah, <laughs> it's incredible. Second of all, what other Marvel movies have come out this year? Uh, Captain Marvel didn't it come out this year? Was that this year? Yeah, it was. It was like a couple months before Endgame, and I don't. Oh damn! I haven't seen. I haven't seen Far From Home yet, but I don't think it's going to be better than Captain Marvel. I really, really liked it. Yeah, but you fucking love Spider Man. <laughs> I, I am biased. I really, really love Spider-Man. Yeah, you know what I like? What? Brie Larson. I also like Brie Larson. Yeah, I yeah. probably I probably like Captain Marvel more than I liked this Spider-Man, but gosh, I love Spider-Man! I mean, the part where she fucking just, like, when he's just like, yeah, are you gonna fight me without your powers to prove that you're really in? Just, just, just fucking blast him. It's like, fuck off, bitch. You lose. You're a pile of shit. You got nothing. God, I want that made me want to cry, like in the best way. It was very good. It was very, very good. Spider Man doesn't have that kind of thing. Yeah. It didn't make me want to cry, but God, it was so good. <laughs> <laughs> it was a lot of fun. I do think Homecoming was better than any previous live action Spider Man film. Yeah. Anyway, let's stop talking about Homecoming and Far From Home <laughs> and talk about Into the Spider Verse. Which is also the ah, Spider Verse is so good. I don't, I don't care how how good you think Far From Home is. There's no way it's as good as Into the Spider Verse. That's fair. Into the Spider Verse is 100 percent the best Spider Man movie. It's my favorite animated film. It's pr- it's like definitely in my like top five films in Absolutely. general. It's yes. just so good. It's so good. We went and watched it in the theater. We left the theater and immediately we're like, we have to go watch this again. Yeah. 
I don't. I'm like I know a lot of people go and just like watch films in cinema so many times. I don't do that. I've very mm. rarely seen a film twice in cinema, and usually it was because like I was seeing it with different people or whatever. Like I had another reason for going. No, Into the Spider Verse I saw three times, which is the first time I've ever done that. And I didn't go like the second time. I was just seeing it with you again, and like the third, yeah. the third time, <laughs> just because I really liked it. Because it's just so good, and there was so much going on, and you just need to like absorb it. I mean, you gotta watch it once just to like look at it because it's so pretty. It's so pretty. <sighs> they took such a risk with the animation style, and it's so good. It paid off so well. It paid off so good. Because it's not just another fucking DreamWorks CGI movie. It's just, it's such a unique look. There's nothing like it. It's incredible. It's gorgeous. Ugh. And, and it's got characters, and the characters are very good. The characters are so good. Do you want to talk about them? Yeah. Do you want to sort them into Hogwarts houses? Yeah. Should we start with the main character? I need a minute. I'm just thinking about Spider-Verse. <laughs> I mean, g- good. That's what we're here to do. <laughs> it's just like, I want to cry. It's so good. <laughs> I haven't seen it since we saw it in cinema, though. It's out on Netflix now, right? It is on Netflix. Also, for what it's worth as well, though, we both still have our Spider-Sonas as our pro- display pictures on all of our social media. Oh, yeah. Because Spider-Sonas was... spider were a fun thing. I made the Spider-Gentleman. I was the Orb Weaver. After Spider-Verse uh, was a thing, there is like an art trend where you create a self-insert in the style of, of Into the Spider-Verse, where the like big message of Into the Spider-Verse is like anyone can be a hero. You know, like yeah. we're all Spider-Man and like, ugh, so everyone started drawing themselves as like their own unique Spider-People. Yeah. And it became like this, this big trend um, online. <sighs> and we, I, I drew one for me. And I drew one for JD, and like they're both still our icons on yeah. Twitter because I just can't get over it. Oh, but Spider Verse isn't on Netflix UK. Ugh. Oh no, you'll have to come here yeah, and watch it. I will soon. Good. Yeah. Anyway, we should sort some characters. <laughs> yeah, let's get to the actual show part of our show. I'm gonna tell you about Miles Morales. Please do. Miles Morales is a good boy. He's a good boy! He's such a good boy. He just wants to hang out and have fun and slap some stickers around. And just, like, he's... So, at the start of the movie, Miles is being moved to a fancy school. I guess it's like a... He, yeah, he's going to, like, a, a private school. Fancy school for smart where people. Where it's hard, it's hard to get into, and he got in on yeah. scholarship because he's smart. But he doesn't want to go there because he doesn't want to leave his friends behind. Unfortunately, we never meet any of those friends because the movie has so much else to do. Yeah, understandable. Like, although, to be fair, like, the beginning of the movie does just start, like, your typical superhero origin movie for, mm-hmm. for quite a while. Although, the interesting part, of course, about this movie is the fact that Spider-Man is already an established figure in this world. Yeah! He's, he's already known, and he's, he's as far as I can tell, he's, like, the only hero in this world, but... At least within New York, he's, like, He's, the, he's the only one that comes up, and, like, you know, they're co- yeah. even in the world, they read comics about him and everything, but, like, fictionalized versions. Um, he's got a Christmas album, he's got... <laughs> yeah. He's a celebrity and hero. Yeah, he's he's the the popular version of Spider-Man that like typically we don't see. He's the he's the Spider-Man. I mean, he's kind of what Spider-Man would be, could easily be if he was the only hero around. And it's just like everyone got to see hmm. just him, I guess. Sure. Anyway, Miles. Miles has grown up admiring him, 
his dad hates him though because his dad is a cop and th- and hates Spider-Man as a vigilante. Yeah, the the standard, the classic. Yeah, Miles is a prank, a jokester. He's just a li- he's just lighthearted kid. A jokester? Yeah, he pulls jokes. He likes he he makes jokes all the time. He makes like wisecracks. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Einstein said time is relative, so yeah, whatever that line he's, is. He's he's a sassy kid. Yeah, because he's a Spider-Man. But he's like a smart sassy. Like. You've got to be sassy to be Spider-Man. But also, he's an idiot! Go on. Who's Morales? <laughs> <laughs> but then he inadvertently gets caught up in a Spider-Man situation and gets bitten, and Spider-Man dies. Hey, in this movie about, like, seven different Spider-Men, Spider-Man dies. There are at least nine Spider-Men who appear in this movie. Oh my god. All- I thought I was exaggerating upwards. No, no. Six of them are in our main characters list. Are there six? Yeah. Look at the look at the list. The six main ones. There's the dead oh, one. You're right. Yeah. Like there's just so much to be said about Ma- Miles. Really. <sighs> He's a good boy. He's a good character. Throughout the movie, other spider people from other universes show up, and Miles is just the newbie. He's the new guy. He's the one who's just got his powers. Uh, and I think it's it's implied, but not really confirmed, that it's because he's got he was bitten by a spider that came through from another universe before it could bite that universe's person who would have been Spider-Man. I think that's the case because the spider was glitching. Yeah, which is why this universe ends up with two Spider-Men. Yes. And so the others try and train him and show him how to be a Spider-Person, but he's not very good at it because he's just got his powers and like none of them had He's a baby. None of them had to train under this level of fire, basically, where like there is already a world-ending threat on day one. Yeah, and he's got, like, a very unique set of spider powers. Yeah, he's got, like, electro powers. He can be invisible. But it's hard to control until it isn't, because he learns. Well, he just has to get the hang of it. This isn't friggin' Avengers, that's my secret cap kind of stuff. Like, it's just, like, he's not very good at it until he gets good at it. Yeah. So, where do we put this good, good boy? Which Hogwarts house? I don't know. Okay. (laughs) Okay, we can rule out Slytherin. Straight up. Yeah. He has no ambition. He doesn't care about getting ahead. He would rather hang out with his friends to get ahead. He wants to, like, drop out of the super fancy school. He, he deliberately and... tries to fail a test to get to, in order to be able to leave. Yeah. So, he's very intelligent. He's a very clever person. He's very smart. But does he... He doesn't value Yeah, it. does he value the intelligence? Not really. Intelligence is not something he considers to be an important trait. No. I want to rule out Ravenclaw as well. Yeah, definitely. He's def- so yeah, he's definitely either Gryffindor or Hufflepuff, and I think you can make a strong case for either. I... This is hard. Yeah! Because of course he's brave. He'll jump into any situation without thinking, because he wants to do the right thing and help. Yeah. But also, he is all about his friends, he's all about working together as a team. He works hard. I'm going to list out uh, some traits from Gryffindor. Okay. And then some traits for, for Hufflepuff. Okay. And we're going to see, uh, like, more, which one of those more line up for. So, for Gryffindor, you've got uh, bravery, chivalry, um, loyalty. You say chivalry. I say, hey. (laughs) Yeah. Um, What are other Gryffindor things? I ran out. I don't know. They're the brave ones. Noble? Like, people act like nobody knows what... Hufflepuff is, but Hufflepuff's got so many defining traits. Gryffindor is just brave. Yeah. Anyway, Hufflepuff, justice, loyalty, kindness, uh, 
dedication, hardworking. Slow down. Justice. For sure. <laughs> he wants to be a good guy superhero and help. What else? Loyalty. He is heckin' loyal. Yeah. Yeah. Kindness. Yes. He's that. Dedication. Yep. He doesn't give up. He, yeah. Hardworking. Yeah. At things he cares about, yes. Not at everything. Yeah. But at things he cares about. Yeah, that's... Like his art as well. Yes. Yeah, yeah. The things that he's passionate about, he I'm coming. Is. I'm coming down. I think I'm coming down on Hufflepuff. Yeah. Yeah, I think Hufflepuff will... I think that's it. I think you could easily argue him into to be Gryffindor, but I think I want to go Hufflepuff. Yeah. Miles is a Hufflepuff. Miles is a Hufflepuff. Spiderpuff. So up next, who've got who've got next? It's Peter B. Parker, the Spider-Man from uh, an alternate dimension. Doggos. Doggos. Puppers. What? Puppers. Do you have opinions on Spider-Man? Do you have? Dogs, come here. Tell me about Spider-Man. What are your thoughts on Peter B. Parker's Hogwarts house? Hey, hi, hi, boys. Um, what house is Peter B. Parker in? Hmm? Okay. Oh. Okay, that's all. You got to ask him. Give you a sign. Is he a Gryffindor? Ask if he's a Gryffindor. Hey, is he a Gryffindor? That sounded like a no. That did sound like a no. <laughs> is he a Hufflepuff? Silence. He's thinking about it. He's thinking. Is he a Slytherin? Oh, interesting. Is he Zap? Is he a Ravenclaw? Zap, come on. We're trying to like have a, a genuine discussion what? here. You're really we're trying to work this out. You're, you're, you're not helping. You're really much. not contributing much to the conversation. Which one, buddy? I mean, if Which you haven't one? got much to say, then really, I think you should just leave. You should probably just leave then. <laughs> Bye, Zap. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> yeah, so, like, throughout the movie, we see, like, ads and things showing that Miles' world is from, like, an alternate world where they have, like, cola, coca, or whatever, and, like, just yeah. alternate versions of products we know. But then, in a flashback, Peter B. Parker's world just has ev- normal products that we would see today, which is... The, the brands that we are familiar with. And, like, I, a lot of his flashbacks are linked to scenes from like, older Spider-Man films, like, the ori- the original Spider-Man trilogy. It's true, and yeah. It's heavily implying that he is that Spider-Man just sometime later in his life. He's the, the older Spider-Man. In his world, Aunt May has died, and he's separated from Mary Jane. It's very sad. Yeah. So he's... he's he, So this is a Spider-Man who's kind of gone to seed. He's had his heyday, and he's... He's a little bit washed up. He's bummed out. He's depressed. He's bummed out. His wife yeah. has left him. His aunt's dead. He's got nothing going on in his life. And he just wants to get things over and done with. He, he just wants to go home at first. Yeah. He, do, he doesn't want to help Miles. And he doesn't even care what happens to Miles' what, Miles's world at first, really. No. Um, he just wants to help himself. But but the reason it said that he did, he and Mary Jane separated is because he, he didn't think he wanted kids. And she did. He wasn't... Like, he didn't think that was a good <laughs> thing for him. Yeah. Throughout the film... He grows very attached to Miles. He like he wants to help him. Miles is his son now. Oh shit, he accidentally became a dad. Oh no, he's got to go apologize to Mary Jane. <laughs> By the time the full group of spider people who are the main like the main group in this film are introduced, he's already grown so attached to Miles that he wants to help show people how great Miles is. He wants them to see like the great spider person that he knows Miles can be. And he Yeah, cuz it's his son now. <laughs> But even by that short point, like, we're, t- we're talking about all of the Spider-People as being the main characters. 
but like that character growth is a lot of that character growth for Peter has already happened by the time some of these characters are introduced. And by the end of the film, like one of the great parts about this film is how casually they just platonically have characters tell each other they love each other. Yes. And like he's just he's so proud of Miles and he just grows so much and it, it's so good. He becomes such a good mentor despite having not ever wanted to be that before and he realizes that like that is who he is. Yeah. And it's just wonderful. And it's very good. He becomes a dad, realizes he is dad material. He's a dad now. Peter Peter Dad Parker. So where do we sort Spider Dad? Spider Dad. Hmm. Well, he's not a Ravenclaw. No. He's he's clever, but like he 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 also like Miles, he doesn't care in the slightest. Like he doesn't he doesn't he's not interested in actually learning the details of, of like of like say, say like the the, whichever, whatever the, d- the devices that Miles has, and I can't even remember what he calls it because, like, in my brain, it's just MacGuffin. The goobers. The goober. Like he, he does. He's not interested in le- learning about all these technological devices. He just wants to use them and get it done with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like he's. he's I think. I think maybe when he was younger, he may have been a Ravenclaw, but he's true. sort of grown out of that curiosity. He's seen yeah. so much that at this point, it, nothing phases him anymore. Yeah. But we can't sort him based on what we think he might have been, because yeah. we, can, we can only sort him based on what we know. Yes. Hmm. I want to say... I want to say Gryffindor. Yeah? Yeah. I think either Gryffindor or maybe maybe a little bit Slytherin? I could see I could see Slytherin. I don't think he's quite ambitious enough. No. Well, no. Like, so, his main goal, he is... I don't know, is he even ded- that dedicated to that goal? Not particularly. Like, so... Like, he wants to get home, but then is quite easily swayed into helping Miles. It doesn't take much. Yeah. Yeah. Because I think, I think like, at the heart of it, he he is inclined to do the right yeah. thing. And the fact is, he he will rush into these situations. He just jumps head first. He'll yeah. He'll just get it done. Yeah. Yeah. And I guess that makes sense, because he's kind of, like, like he's closer to the guy, the sort of person who should have been the hero. Like, Miles is shown trying to study and mimic what he's like so he could be a, a true hero of course he ends up finding his own path but the point is like this is like closer to the typical idea of what a hero should be and that's gryffindor yeah gryffindor is the prototypical hero and yeah gryffindor i'd say gryffindor give me just a second i need to yell at some dogs again dogs hey zap kiff boys hey. you're getting noisy now are you like disagreeing Please. with us do you do you disagree do you disagree? I mean, you could have shared your thoughts earlier. Yeah, you had your chance to speak up. Do you think he's a Gryffindor? I think all he all they said was he's not a Gryffindor, right? Yeah, well, that that must be why he's throwing a fit. I guess, but he's a Gryffindor. My my dog thinks Peter B. Parker is a Slytherin. And your dog's opinion is valid. Yeah. And that's the title of the episode. <laughs> your dog's opinion is valid. Spider Gwen, Spider Gwen, some, <laughs> but also she's actually she's Spider Woman because if she was going around calling herself Spider Gwen, she wouldn't have much of a secret identity. Look out, Spider Gwen! Hell yeah! Yeah! Hell yeah! Hell yeah! Spider Gwen was such a like just outside of the movie for the sake of the comics, such a good concept because Gwen Stacy in the comics, I think, had like had a lot of issues in, like, how she'd been handled before, and then giving her this, like, was just huge. 
And it's so cool. It's like, uh, yeah, it was something to do other than be a precursor to Mary Jane as well. It's like something to do other than be a lo- un- yet yet another love interest. Yeah, because her her Peter dies. Yeah, because like, I mean, like, so obviously the main relationship she develops here is with Miles. She gets more of a relationship with Peter than most of the others do because, like, they're like the main three in the story. But yeah, it's like vaguely hinted that maybe there was some kind of feelings that like Miles definitely tried flirting with her but like nothing was made of that in the film which is so good that they're allowed to just be friends but also I would not blame anyone for shipping them because they were heckin cute yeah and I could see that being developed in a sequel and I wouldn't be upset if that happened even though I enjoy that it's platonic what what hey (laughs) hey hey I'm Wanda. I love that, like, okay, all of all of the spider people are highly intelligent. Yes. Yeah? Yes. That's sort of a precursor to being a spider person. Pretty much. Um, but at the same time, they're all idiots. And that's the best part, because like, we hear a lot of what Gwen's dialogue is, like, being mumbled over Miles' thoughts, but Miles is too preoccupied with being a horny teenage boy yeah. to notice that she is spouting garbage complete nonsense yeah so they're both just being really stupid so gwen's storyline in the film is it she was in her world and got sucked into miles world but like the nature of the vortex that sucked her in was kind of a time vortex thing so she was sent back a few weeks and her spider sense conveniently told her to go to miles's school where she ends up meeting miles and seeing oh that's an obvious spider person like he's currently walking on the walls in broad daylight yeah and her costume is so cool. Her oh god, and <laughs> her design is so cool. She's in a punk band. She does ballet. She's just she's so freaking cool. She's eminently more competent than like the other two main characters are at the start of the film because Miles is new and Peter has got like is in a rut. Yeah, Miles, I think definitely like at least is approaching her skill by the end of the film. Because there's that moment yeah. where Peter's like, did we teach him that? And Gwen's just like, no, we definitely did not teach him that. Recognising he's got his own moves and style. Yeah. And then he's <sighs> come up as his own. Um, yeah, she is very competent. Gwen also wants the best for Miles, though. Mm-hmm. And it's good. It is good. She like, She, like, really wants him to be able to help and stuff, but she does recognize and understand that like he's like when when they tell him that like as a group they're like you're not ready we're gonna go handle this ourselves she Mm. is like i it's because she doesn't want him to get hurt she doesn't think he's ready um but like like, she really wants him to be when they're sort of testing him in the spider lair whatever it is like it's mostly the new spider people who've just like who's just been introduced to a testing at that point. But Gwen is also part of that. Peter is not part of that because he doesn't want to push too hard, though he is the yeah. one who ultimately makes the call to not let Miles come with them because he's yeah. the one who has to, because he's the one who's been mo- because most Because he's his dad. Yes. but <laughs> That doesn't make... I'm, I'm just realizing Miles is one of the few Spider-Men who has a dad. <laughs> yeah. Miles has four male parental figures in this film. Yes! Yes! Superhero origin story reversal. Instead of all of the parents being taken away, he's just given all of the parents. To be clear, two of those male parental figures die. Okay. And one of them does go home to his own dimension. But he also gets May. But his actual parents are just all around. But anyway, Gwen, 
What house is Gwen? Ravenclaw? I think she might be the most Ravenclaw so far. So far, yes. She's not the most yeah. Ravenclaw on our list, but No. Um, but I, I could see I could see Ravenclaw. She's definitely more focused. Like she she before the the story story, because of her Peter Parker dying, she tried to isolate herself from others because she thought that was just the correct thing to do. She like to protect others and just to, for her own sake. And I think that's yeah. like it's a very cold, logical approach to take to it. And like she's growing mm-hmm. out of that by the end of this. Are we saying Ravenclaw? Yeah. Yeah, I think Ravenclaw. I think I think there are arguments to be made for the other houses for sure. Absolutely. Um they they definitely all have like a bit of a Gryffindor streak. There's that moment yeah. where they are I mean, that- like are all like, I'll stay behind. No, I'll yeah. stay behind. you know, like they've they've all got that superhero instinct. Part of be- part of the nature of being a superhero, you're gonna have a bit of that in you. Yeah. I do think Gwen lands more um towards the the Ravenclaw. Yep. Let's put a Ravenclaw. She she definitely like pl- thinks things out a little bit better than some of the boys. <laughs> Speaking of boys, it's Spider-Man Noir. <laughs> wherever I go, the wind blows or some bullshit. Where, wherever I go, the wind follows, I think is what he says. Sure. Spider-Man Noir, who is officially known as Spider-Man in the storyline in the in the world and he is just Peter Parker. But to differentiate to me, Spider-Man Noir. He's yeah, he's 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 in black and white. He's from a world that is in black and white. Yeah, he's from like World War Two, maybe. What yeah, is he from? from? Something well, about fighting Nazis. Yeah, he specifically mentions he likes he enjoys punching Nazis. Which fuck yes, in this world we need to hear that message. Punch Nazis. Yeah. Fuck Nazis. Yeah. He also likes to drink milk. <laughs> I believe his comic is a lot darker than the tone of this film as well. I'm pretty sure there are guns all over the place in the comic. Yeah. He's Nicolas Cage. Yeah, no, that's the thing I was gonna say. When we went and watched it in the theater, there were some voices where I was like, holy shit, that's John Mulaney. Yeah. But then, like, the whole time, uh, Spider-Noir, whenever he'd talk, I'd be like, who is that? I know who that is, but I cannot for the life of me place it. And we looked it up after, and I, like, lost my mind. (laughs) Spider-Man is going to steal the Declaration of Independence. (laughs) Spider-Noir would! If it's important. <laughs> but also, he is fascinated by Rubik's Cube. Another one of those, like, every Spider-Man is a genius, but also an idiot. Well, to be fair, it's because he can't see the colours. I think, no, I think the thing is, he can see the colours. He just doesn't know what they are. Because when he brought the cube back to his world, it was still in colour. Yeah. And they, like, put it on display. Yeah. Is the thing, like, I think, like, his world doesn't have color, but he found this, like, colorful little box thing, and he's like, why it's just colors. Very important part of Spider-Man Noir's character is he is the one who says to the whole group that he loves them all. He the does! The others don't actually have that line, but he makes it clear that, like, he has met, he has just met these people, he has had no connection to them, but he, see, he like, he's found kindred spirits, and he, ah. He loves them all. My heart. So where is he? Where is he? Where is he? Griffin Puff? Mm. He loves his friends, but he punches Nazis. Yeah. He's surprisingly emotional, considering his dark and gritty atmosphere. Yeah? Um, so I want to say probably not Ravenclaw. Mm. That's, oh god, that's such an, uh, I don't like that thing that I just said. <laughs> <laughs> um, implying that, that Ravenclaws, Ravenclaws are like- Ravenclaws are robots. House hot take, Ravenclaws are robots. 
Yeah, I don't. I don't like that because like there are definitely. I like, hear what you're saying. I hear what you're saying. Cho Chang. I hear what you're saying, but house hot take. Every Ravenclaw is a robot. I'm not saying that they're unemotional, but that's my house hot take. Every Ravenclaw is a ro- robot. Okay, excellent. Beep boop. Um, <laughs> I mean, yeah, because like, and there is such a thing as like an emotional intelligence. Of course. That could get you in Ravenclaw. I think Luna has a lot of emotional intelligence. She can read people really well and just like get a grip on things. But also can't at the same time. Like she doesn't mm-hmm. quite. She doesn't always get people. I think she gets the people that she gets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the people she who don't make time for her, she do, she like she doesn't make time to understand them. Okay, fair. But like Cho Chang is a very emotional character. Yes. Um, yeah, she is. <laughs> so like, I don't want to say that Ravenclaws are not emotional. I but I no. do feel like Ravenclaw does not quite fit Spider Noir. The only character we've ever heard described as having the emotional range of a teaspoon was a Gryffindor. That's true. Um, is Ron Spider Man Noir? Possibly. Is Ron played by Nicolas Cage? <laughs> but new Harry Potter movie. Screw Fantastic Beasts. New Harry Potter movie. They're older now. Ron is played by Nicolas Cage. Every other character is played by their original actor. <laughs> but Ron is Nicolas Cage now. Anyway, the plot. But, 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 paying homage to that old rumor, Rupert Grint plays Dumbledore. Excellent. <laughs> the plot of the movie... This is set in the future. Dumbledore is dead. What are you doing? Oh, yeah, right. Sorry. I forgot that someone being dead means they can't appear in, a, in the future in Harry okay, Potter. Okay, fine. Fine. Okay, you know what? Fine. I don't... Doesn't Dumbledore right. appear in Cursed Child? I don't want to talk about it, but fine. Okay. Anyway. Um... <laughs> <laughs> but isn't Dumbledore in Cursed Child? You're right, and I hate it. Time traveling. Ron Weasley. Dumbledore. Okay. Acceptable. That's part of the plot. I'll take it. Rumbledore. <laughs> They have to steal Declaration of Wizard Independence. <laughs> they have to steal the uh, Statute of Secrecy, the Declaration of Secrecy, <laughs> um, because there's a treasure map on the back. Uh-huh. Uh, Rod is Nicolas Cage. Alex, I have a question for you. Yeah? What in the flying shit does this have to do with Spider-Man Wars house? <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry. I got distracted. <laughs> Did you forget we were recording a podcast? No, just... Podcasts can be a conversation. A, ha- a Harry Potter sorting podcast can be making us a Nicolas Cage Harry Potter AU. Look, let me live my life. <laughs> um, I'm gonna say... I want to say Gryffindor, I think. Sure. I see that. Yeah, okay, fine. Like, I get it. I see a lot of Hufflepuff. Yeah, there there is Hufflepuff, but I don't... It's not quite right. Sometimes mm. it's really hard to explain mm. why I I feel a house more than others. Like sometimes it's just like a gut instinct. Sometimes it's like a vibe or like like a feeling, not necessarily like a specific thing I can list yeah. out, you know? I, like to me, the distinction between Gryffindor and Hufflepuff is like the hardest one to find in these kinds of characters. Yeah. In the heroic types of characters, because like they're all going to be partly Gryffindor, and it's just yeah. how much is it? Yeah, it is. It is hard, and it, it sort of comes down to like what their motivations are. And I think Spider Noir. I think his motivation is just like he wants to punch a Nazi. Yeah, he wants to do good. He wants to fight evil. Let's talk about a character who will be easier to sort. Yes, Penny, Penny Parker, Parker, who is adorable, and I love her. Yes, 
and I love that she, I love the style that she has done in an anime style yes. in this film. Like it's, it's, it's great. I'm not thrilled with how they, what they gave her character to do in this. Like the fact yeah. that she loses the, the spider robot. Yeah. It, it was a little bit weird. Um, it wasn't ideal, but then like in the end she's shown like repairing the spider robot. Yeah. I think good. it's cause like they wanted to give each of them a unique arc. Like they, they each have yeah. like their own story stuff going. Hers just kind of feels the weakest. It does. Uh, it feels the least earned. Yeah, and it was kind of just there for the sake of it being there. Yeah. Which is a shame because the character concept and design and everything else about her is great. Yeah, I, her, her design is wonderful. I love the robot! Ugh. Just, yeah, the Spider-Man robot co- whole thing is, is great. She's got a little spider friend. Spider, spider friend survives. Spider friend survives. Also, her name is Penny Parker. Which is also very good. Yes. What a great... Like, we don't have to go too much into her. She's obviously a Ravenclaw. Yeah, absolutely. Like, whereas the other spider people are intelligent but don't value it, she 100% values her intelligence. And She is... Like, she is yeah. the intelligent spider person. Like she, Yeah. I think of the spider people that are, like, the main characters in this movie, I think she gets the least amount of personality. Yeah. Um, which is a little bit unfortunate. And part of that is because, like, the Spider-Man noir character, like, having come from the setting everything, th- his setting is his personality. And Spider-Ham... So, yeah, Spider-Ham has a lot of comedic stuff. He's the cartoon, yeah. Yeah, and, and Penny Parker is... Uh, she's a bit more serious, and she's got, you know, the goofy things, like she's always eating her snacks and stuff, and she's really bubbly and, yeah. um, and cutesy and stuff, but, like... They should have given her, like, more, like, dramatic cutaways, and just more, like bombastic action i think yeah give her a little bit more action like unique action stuff that she's doing herself yeah because like her robots just destroyed very quickly in the final fight yeah i can't think of any like specific lines that she has other like i can hear her like introducing herself but i don't know if she she's the one who like fixes the goober yeah like she does a lot of stuff but she like doesn't really talk much no, outside of, like, her plot-specific dialogue. Yeah. She could have been handled better. Yeah. Which is a shame. It's like, the, the, this yeah. movie does not have very many weak points. But it's treatment of Penny Parker. Yeah, it could have been, been a bit better. But Penny Parker's a Ravenclaw. Penny Parker's a Ravenclaw. Let's talk about Spider-Ham. John Mulaney. <laughs> Why was his hand wet? I don't know. What was that line? What was that joke? I will, I will never understand. No one will. John Mulaney doesn't know. John Mulaney doesn't know. Street smarts. Street smarts! Don't worry about my hands being wet. I just washed them. No other reason. Yeah, that's pretty good. My favorite thing that they've done with Spider-Ham it's the fact that they've like started making actual Spider-Ham shorts in the style of Looney Tunes. Yes, they're really fun. Yeah, it's silly and goofy. Yeah. And good. So Spider-Ham. He's Peter Porker. Peter Porker was bitten by a radioactive pig. I, the way the way his introduction makes it sound is he was a spider bitten by a radioactive pig. I think that's right. <laughs> He's from a world of intelligent animals. I don't know. I don't know, man. <laughs> the whole thing about him is he's a he's a cartoon character. He's ca- he's a goofy cartoon joke. <laughs> like his animation is so much looser than everyone else's and more like more fluid. Oh, it's so much fun. Yeah, he's got he he has access to Hammer's base where he keeps a mallet which he yeah. gives to Miles. Don't think about it. 
Yeah. What is his personality? Uh, John Mulaney. <laughs> He's a reporter for the Daily Daily Beagle. Right. Because it's so the, Daily the Daily Bugle. Bugle. Yeah. I don't know. Do we know anything about him? I, I don't know what to do with Spider-Ham. Should we just put him in Slytherin because none of the others have been in Slytherin? I was, I was actually going to say that. I was like, if any of them are Slytherin, it's probably Spider-Ham. He's heckin' sneaky. Yeah. He's super sneaky. He's tricksy. Yeah, he's got he's, that, like, tricksterness to him. Yeah. Uh, like, he's a chaos demon. Yeah. <laughs> Screw it. Spider-Ham is, is Slytherin. Why, why not? not? Why not? Why not? If you cool. disagree, tweet at us and give us a better solution. Tell us where the fuck you would put Spider-Ham, because we don't got a clue apart from he's slithering because he's a sneaky boy. Yeah. So we've got more characters we could easily talk about as main characters, but we've gotten sidetracked as heck and spent so much time talking about the main characters. It's because Spider-Verse is so good! It's time for the lightning bolt round. Because spider <laughs> Peter Parker. Peter A. Parker? I don't know if it's ever actually said it's Peter A. Parker. Yeah. But either way, this means the Peter Parker who dies in the movie. By the way, do you know what the B and Peter B. Parker stands for? Ben. Ben. Very good. Mm-hmm. As well as being, you know, he's the secondary side beat Peter Parker. It's great. Yeah, that's so, oh, such a good okay. like, double use. Where am I that. putting the classic Peter Parker? I think the, insofar as he is like the prototypical hero, he's got to be like straight Gryffindor. Yeah, I buy that. I think that's what we like being able to believe. Aunt May. I think this particular instance of Aunt May, I want to say Ravenclaw. Really? I, I mean, I get that because of like her, yeah, her like supporting everything. I'm almost inclined to say Slytherin because like, Ooh. I think... There's a lot of, like, we don't know about her and her backstory, and I think there's a lot of interesting stuff going on there. Can I have an Aunt May spinoff? Give me the backstory between uh, Aunt May and Doc Ock. Oh, great. It's Liv. Let's, give me, give me some, some deets on that, please. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I buy Slytherin, sure. How about Prowler slash Aaron Davis, Miles' uncle? I'm inclined to say Hufflepuff. I think he's all about Ooh. family at the end. And like when he realizes that what he's doing is put it, could put his family in danger, that's when he's calling it off. Yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I like that because like it, it would be easy to say Slytherin, but I don't think yeah. Slytherin's right because as soon as he realizes it's Miles, he's yeah. putting in danger. He's like, nope. He's got Slytherin leanings. He's willing to do wrong things for money, but that's yeah. not his number one priority. Yeah. Like sure. I think he, I think a secondary house would be Slytherin, but he's Hufflepuff. I'll take Hufflepuff. Next, we've got Jefferson Davis, Miles's dad. Mm, Gryffindor. Yeah. How about Rio Morales? We don't see a lot of her in the film, which I think is a shame. I'm inclined to say Hufflepuff because the most that we see of her is her being very maternal. Yeah. Liv, <laughs> aka <laughs> Olivia Octavius, aka Doc Ock. My friends call me Liv. My enemies call me Doc Ock. Um, yes. God, what a good reveal! I'm gonna derail yeah. for a second. Just a second here, because yeah. god damn! <laughs> what a, what, what, a, like, what a subtle bit, like, because, like, they're watching a film with her in it earlier on, in, like, the science class, yes. and, like, her name <laughs> is, like, on screen in the video, but we don't see it, but it's not it's made a, to be it's a It's Olivia big, something. Yeah, it's not made to be a big deal that we don't see it, we just don't see it, and, like, it's just someone covering it up in the corner, and, like, it wouldn't, it's a name that wouldn't mean anything else to Miles or anyone else in that room, apart from maybe Gwen, I guess, is there, but... Yeah. Maybe she's not mega attention, maybe it doesn't mean anything to her at all. But yeah. 
And that, ah, oh, that reveal is so good. Her design is so good. Her hair being pulled up like like the, like an octopus head kind mm-hmm. of thing. So good. More of this sort of thing, playing around with this, is <sighs> what we want from these kind of films, these alternate universe films where we get these twists. Anyway, put her in a house. Slytherin. Yeah? Yeah. I think she values her intelligence and like her research above that. I think. Oh, you know what? That's fair. Ravenclaw. Yeah, I think she <laughs> she values knowledge far above life and anything else. I don't think she she's in it mm. for herself. She just wants to know shit and understand shit. Fair. Like, okay. What right is the line she says? That, like reveals she's a villain. Like like it's going to be unimaginably painful for you. I can't wait to watch. And I can't wait to watch. Yeah, that's uh... very good. We spent too long. It's the lightning round. Let's go. Ah! I'm sorry. She's so cool. I know. It's a great film. Keep going. Kingpin. Kingpin cares about his family, but he's a douchebag. And he was evil long before he was trying to get them back. So I've got to put him in Slytherin. I've got to say he's just trying to get ahead. He's got a relatively like family. It's for for selfish reasons. Yeah. And even, even with that being his goal in this particular instance, that's he's willing he's to rip about. his family out of a different reality and take that family away from himself. There's just so much, in that reality, so much like, wrong it, with what's going on there. It's fascinating. It's amazing. MJ, probably like mostly the version that we see in Miles' world. Yeah. The, yeah. We don't yeah. really see a much um, from Peter's world. Gryffindor. Sure. She's brave. She, she, keeps, she keeps fighting the fight when Peter's dead. Yeah, she, she puts on a brave face to, you yeah. know, give those speeches and whatnot. Um... How about Spider-Man 2099? <laughs> so for anyone who was foolish enough not to stay for the post credit <laughs> scene, you missed the greatness that is Oscar Isaac setting up future films and appearing as Spider-Man 2099. I love it because Spider-Man 2099 is like the old, like older than most of the other Spider-Man, char- Spider-Man characters who like, are the main characters in this film. But there's so much more they can do with him by having him appear in this role at the end here. So much more he could do in a, f- a future film rather than being part of the ensemble in the- this kind of way. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, I think he's a Ravenclaw Spider-Man. He's the one who's yeah. like, he's trying to like organize everything and like protect everyone in that way. Like by observing from the outside, only getting involved at the last minute when it's di- like, when it's a ne- necessity and like traveling to other worlds. It's because he thinks he can like manipulate it and control it and use it to help. Very, very Ravenclaw Spider-Man. Yeah. Spider-Man 1967. <laughs> so that's the Spider-Man that Spider-Man 2099 goes back to and interacts with, who is a Spider-Man from the cartoon. You're pointing at me. You pointed first. Like, it's just a silly little scene at the end, but also it means so much for potential films, and it's so good. It's so good. Uh, Gryffindor. Sure. Will you, uh, first of all, bring me more pictures of Spider-Man? <laughs> It's J. Jonah Jameson. It's J. Jonah Jameson, but not as we know him, because this J. Jonah Jameson is voiced by Stan Lee. Which is really good. It was a dream of his since the 60s to one day voice J. Jonah Jameson, and he got to do because it. Because J. Jonah Jameson was, like... Loosely based on him. Yeah. yeah. <sighs> and he got to voice him in Spider-Verse. Slytherin? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Slytherin. <sighs> so, since this is the Spider-Verse... Let's talk about some other versions of Spider-Man. Alice, what house is Tobey Maguire in? Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man is a Gryffindor. I didn't ask you what house but Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man was. Oh, no. Tobey Maguire is a Hufflepuff. <laughs> and what's, what house did you say his, his, his Spider-Man was in? Gryffindor. Okay. I could see him as being a Slytherin because he is easily the most selfish Spider-Man. Oh, you know what? That's true. 
He's such a he's such a weenie. He really is. <laughs> God, I need to rewatch those movies. <sighs> when you're here, can we have a Spider-Man marathon? <laughs> Just watch every Please? every spider movie yeah every spider movie how about the andrew garfield uh, uh okay i'm gonna put him as being a ravenclaw because to differentiate him from the toby Maguire, like he was show toby Maguire was, ma- was the version of spider-man was made to stand out by like having more innate powers whereas andrew garfield like built more of his own stuff and was still in school yeah was, like yeah i agree yeah but yeah. also he's a cool spider-man mm-hmm <laughs> He's like a hipster Spider-Man. Yeah. So for the second time, this is the first time ever that we're sorting a character that we previously sorted, Tom Holland. We previously sorted him as Ravenclaw. Uh-huh. Um, and I think there is an argument for that, but I also want to say Hufflepuff. Yeah. If we're talking actual literal Tom Holland, he's got to be Hufflepuff. Oh, Tom Holland is a Hufflepuff. Although, having said that, he's not very trustworthy because he cannot keep a secret. <laughs> he's too honest honesty is a hufflepuff trait <laughs> also fair okay and finally the man himself the man the myth the legend it's stanley specifically stanley in his cameo in this film rather than just the actual lit- literal not, not person s- not stanley as a whole but stanley's cameo in this stanley particular movie. the costume shop guy who's cam- god all of his lines were so good oh like, talking about missing someone when they're gone. Oh. Hot diggity dang. But also, no refunds. Yeah. Is he a Slytherin? I kind of want to say Slytherin. Slytherin, but he's, he's a good guy. Yeah, a good Slytherin, but a Slytherin nonetheless. We sorted the Spider-Verse. <laughs> the entirety of the Spider-Verse. Now we have to put them into four different universes for their different houses. Okay. Separate loved ones. Oh, no. It's fine. J. Jonah Jameson and also Stan Lee get to go and hang out with Kingpin and Spider-Ham. <laughs> That's what we've done Bring me more today. pictures of Spider-Ham! <laughs> uh, thanks for listening! That was the Spider-Verse sorted! Oh yeah, we sorted in, into the Spider-Verse sorted. Into the sorting hat. Thanks as always for listening. Thanks to Matt Mijakimo of the Wamping Willows for the use of our theme song, the House of Autumn theme song. And thank you to the Pocket Podcast Network for hosting us. Uh, you can support us and the Pocket Podcast Network by buying a pocket note at pocketpodcastnetwork.com or checking out any of the other super cool shows on the network, such as The Cool Tank, Time Zones Are Hard, Them's the Facts, Steampunks yeah. is also new. They're a lot of fun. All of the shows on this network are very fun and good. Go check them out. Yeah. If you disagree with our sorting, you can tweet at us at SortedPod on Twitter. You can also find us individually. I'm at CodenameJD. And I'm at Pichu. P-T-C-H-E-W. What's your house hot take? My house hot take is Ravenclaws are robots. Okay. All Ravenclaws are robots. They can still be emotional robots. All Ravenclaws are robots. Not all robots are Ravenclaws. Well, if all Ravenclaws are robots, oh, but I guess some ro- robots could be, the other houses could ha- still have uh-huh. some robots, I suppose. Yeah. Okay. Also, you should tweet your spider sonar at us and we'll sort them. Hell yeah, we will. Tweet us your spider sonars and we'll sort them into their spi- into their Hogwarts houses. Into their spider houses. Into their spider-verse. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, I'm starting a new podcast. 
start a new house and it's called awesome start a new house it's called awesome start a new house and it's called awesome pocket podcast network quality programming right to your pocket